Yo, 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 yo. Let's go, let's go. It's the Great Debate Show with your host, myself, Jarvis Jeffries, along with Terrence Smith and Nick Ely. We're in the building, and we're back, and we're better than ever, baby. And today, we have to talk about the NFC, AFC South, both conferences. We give you those predictions, and we will talk about Noel Lyles' comments and why the NBA players are very pissed off at him for what he said. And we want to talk about Giannis. Is he leaving Milwaukee? Hmm. Let's 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 talk about that for a minute. Uh, how are you guys doing? It's all good on this end. Hey, uh, uh, real good here. Uh, got to see some live uh, pro wrestling last night. Uh, shouts out to uh, Monday Night Raw, uh, and shout out to all the uh, uh, Memphis wrestling stars who were out there. Uh, so yeah, of course it was a great time. No doubt, no doubt. The Great Debate Show was live in living color at the um, FedEx Forum, Memphis, Tennessee, Monday Night Raw, last night. It was good. A pretty good show. Uh, a very good tribute to Bray Wyatt. Uh, we did see that on television, Terrence. <clears throat> I know you was asking me that earlier. We did see that. Excuse me. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, it was a great show. And, again, rest in power to uh, Wyndham Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt. Um Rest in power, man. Uh, our condolences to his family and friends, his loved ones. A sad, sad story. Uh, sad moment. But, um, Terrence, I'm glad you enjoyed last night, and I'm glad it was a good show. And um, But we got a lot to get into right here, and we better do it fast. And let's get in here. The Great Debate Show is available wherever you get your podcast. Hit the follow button, and you'll be notified each and every time a new episode is up. And you will also be notified when we do the big triple threat debate LeBron versus Kobe versus Jordan. We're going to finally put it to bed. However, we're waiting on a few people that don't want to miss that debate. They've got some things they want to say, and it was really their idea. So we're waiting on them, and it shouldn't be much longer. Give us another episode or so, and we will be in here to get that done. It won't be a regular episode. We'll probably just come back in like we did over the weekend. Uh, shout out to my man William Jones, my fellow Niner fan who came in and talked about Trey Lance to the Cowboys. We broke that news over the weekend. Hope you all enjoyed that episode. If you missed it, go back and check that out. Now, Terrence, I want you to start off and tell us about Giannis and his comments about his contract extension in Milwaukee. Uh, yeah, so what Giannis said was, he said that, uh, just a quick abbreviation, but he would not be the best version of himself if he stuck around knowing that uh, no one else was making the sacrifices that he was making, and no one else was sacrificing that to get a championship like he's sacrificing. Paraphrasing, of course. Um, so the question remains: Is what is Giannis, what is Giannis going to do, or what is better yet, what is Milwaukee going to do to keep Giannis there? And listen, you guys already know. I my solution has been for at least a couple of years now is to get Damian Lillard uh, in a Milwaukee Bucks uniform. I think they've got the, the trade pieces to make it work. They can they can uh, get rid of some money to make the money situation work. Like I don't think it's that difficult of a thing to do. The question would be, does Dane really want to go there to play with, with Giannis? Who the hell would want to play with Giannis? That, that to me is easy. Now, I know Dane has been talking about Miami, and Miami he even got in a little trouble for talking about Miami. Uh, but at the same time, hey, man, Giannis and, and, and uh, Dane Lillard playing together, Let's see it one time. If it doesn't work, who cares? But I, I think that's the move they should make. 
to uh, keep uh, keep Giannis happy, and you know you kill two birds in one stone because they ain't one out of Portland. That's right. That's right. I like that, Nick. What's your thoughts on it? But but before Nick, bro, I'm sorry. Before Nick goes, that they can't make that trade, and they can't make any trades to to, to keep Giannis happy. Um, uh, there is a there's a Knicks uniform waiting on Giannis. I will go to the damn sweatshop myself and make it <laughs> by hand, thread by thread. Uh, whatever Giannis' size is, we'll make sure that Giannis has the right size. And uh, you know, hey, if he wants to, what Giannis? Is, what number does Giannis wear? Man, I don't even know. That's a good question. I'm what not, a big, I'm, I'm not a big Giannis fan. I, I, I don't know. I'm not 34. sure. Okay. Thirty-four. Uh, okay. So if there, if there's anybody in Knicks history that thinks they can retire to number thirty-four, we don't give a damn about you. If he wanted thirty-three, you could have that. Now come on, now T. Don't be. Don't disrespect you and like that. Would you? Yeah. Really, would you listen, really? listen, listen, listen. We ain't gotta sacrifice something, Jarvis, to get a big name star in New York. Okay, New York. You right? sacrifice Patrick mm. Ewing having his jersey retired? Mm. Well, we can we can re-retire. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got. Hey, overstood, overstood. I understand. Terry, uh, uh, Nick. We're desperate. We're desperate. Yeah. I need everybody. Else. I need everybody else to be desperate too. I hear you. Uh, we're not we're not selling for Julius Randle. Okay. We need to be desperate. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I understood. I got you, uh, Nick. Your thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Gian, Gian is not in a in a Bucks uniform. Would definitely feel weird to me. Um, I yeah, you know, I just, I just kind of he's you know with what he's done there, obviously bringing championship there. It'd be hard to it'd be weird to me to associate him out of a Bucks uniform. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't seem like the kind of guy. Uh, and it, this is as many shots as I do take at LeBron. This is not one of them. But he's not. A guy like LeBron or KD, I think that that would be kind of be a mercenary in that regard, where he's just kind of going to whatever team he feels has the best chance to win a title with with his with him being added to it. Uh, I think he would prefer to have players come to him, and I, I think he would. This is a clear signal he would prefer that Damian Lillard um, be one of those players, and it makes sense. Um, you know, I think the Bucks do have some assets, plenty draft picks, and and players that they could trade to the to the uh, to the Trailblazers. To uh, you know, to, to make it interesting, and uh, certainly with uh, you know with Dame on their roster, I mean it, it, it's a whole different level at that point um, with the, with that combination of two guys. So um, I'd like to see it just as Terrence has said. Got to got to wait and see. Right. Okay. All right. And, and to any Nick fan that may be listening to the Great Debate Show right now, if you have any objections to what Terrence just said, I would I would I would say you shouldn't probably because. If you think that he shouldn't be saying what he's and again, the first time I heard him say 33, I'm like, wait a minute now, hold up, that's you. <laughs> but again, look at it, put yourself in his shoes right now. If you have a problem with what he just said, stop for a minute and count how many championships your Knicks won with Patrick Ewing. Thank you. And now, love you, by the way. Love yeah. this game. No uh, doubt. I really wish he would have made that layup against Houston, but that's a different discussion. Uh, like, I love you. That's right. That Ewing is probably a very underrated offensive center. That's right. Uh, at, the, at the same time, I am not willing to. If I have a choice of holding on to Ewing's feelings about his jersey being his number being worn by Giannis, but Giannis wouldn't do that anyway. Let's just be clear: Giannis is a very respectful person. He would not want to wear Patrick Ewing's number. Uh, I'm just using that as an example of what we need to do to be. We need to be desperate. Mm-hmm. But, I understand. If we have a choice of holding on to Patrick Ewing's feelings or signing Giannis, 
Damn it, we don't sign Giannis. I'm taking a flight. I'm, 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 let me turn it to, to Terrence A. Smith. That's <laughs> 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 Stephen A. Let me turn it to Terrence A. Smith right quick and uh, uh, go to New York. Yeah, yeah. We got to be desperate. All that all that BS about the past, and it's over with. We ain't won a championship since my auntie was born. Uh, so screw all of that, man. Yeah. That's right. I understand. I understand. Uh, all right. Well, good stuff. Will Giannis remain a buck or not? I'm a little bit more and I'm a little bit more uh, Miami Heat when it comes to Dame on where I want him at. Not that I'm, you know, anti Milwaukee Bucks or anti Dame to Milwaukee. For whatever reason, I much rather see him with Jimmy Bucks. I'm probably being a little biased on that though. I don't have a problem with the Bucks. I'm not a big fan of Giannis, but I I do like I respect him. Uh, I love his game as far as, you know, like he's going to play defense. He's going to score at real, get to the best. It just doesn't do it for me. But he's a champion, and he play. it looks like he's playing his heart out every time he's on that floor. So I definitely love it. And, uh, hey, Terrence has always said Dame to the Bucks could be the most dangerous. And he may get he may actually get that, and this may be the chess move that Giannis is making for that to happen. We will see. Want to give a special shout out to uh Bushels of Wood who's joining us right now on Pie Being Live. We are live on Pie Being right now. It's the Great Debate Show. Hit that follow button if you've never heard us before on Pie Being Live. You can just go to of course, on Podbean, or you can just type in The Great Debate Show in that search bar, and uh, we're available wherever you get your podcast. Hit that follow button so you will not miss the triple threat debate coming real soon. We're just waiting on a few people who wants us to talk about this and debate about this, and they want to join that debate. LeBron versus Kobe versus Jordan coming very soon. You want to hit that follow button so you can be notified each and every time that episode and every other new episode is up. All right, so we're going to keep it moving. Um, to Nick, I want you to start this one off. AFC, NFC South predictions coming up in a minute. But quickly, Nick, give us your thoughts. Well, first, tell us what happened with Noel, Noel Lyle. Uh, he, he made some comments that a lot of NBA players are pissed off about right now. So since we just talked about an NBA player, let's stick to that side right now. Even though this is not an NBA player, Explain to the world who Noah Lyle is, Nick, and what the hell he said to piss off NBA players. So Noah Lyle, for those who don't know, is a is an American sprinter. Uh, he, uh, I believe, that he won three. I think he won three gold, two or three gold medals um, in this past whatever championships they had going on this past uh, week. Uh, in the one hundred, I think the two hundred and the one hundred relay, maybe. Um, he's probably the best sprinter in America right now. Uh, and he took the time at the podium when he when he went to make his you know, make his speech and do whatever to point out how upset he is that when he sees NBA players wearing hats that say were or wearing hats that say world champion, uh, when, you know, they're just champions of the United States and, and if you go watch the video the way he said it was certainly uh I'm gonna call it what it is, it was corny. Uh, and so, uh, you know, with that being said, um, hey, first of all, if you actually look back at what's, what's printed on the hats, that's not true. It does say NBA champions. Um, but B, sticking to his point, I, I understand him intellectually and technically, but if you have any knowledge of the NBA and of the of basketball product, then it was a really, it was a, it was an ignorant kind of statement to make. And so I, I didn't really understand 
A, why he would take that time to do that, um, or B, why he would why he would say that with it being that flagrantly untrue um, from a from a realistic standpoint. I mean, you got you know 450 players in the NBA. Uh, by I think I saw like 120 of them um, opening night last year were uh, international players. Uh, the vast majority of those players are decent at best. You know, a couple of, of notable exceptions, obviously. Uh, Luka, Giannis, who we just mentioned. Uh, Joku, who just won the title. Joel Embiid. Uh, but then, you know, the, the minus of bonus is another one. Uh, but then there are the guys that you hear a lot less of. You know, maybe the C.D. Osmonds and, and some other guys whose names we literally don't know. Um, and the other side of that is almost any time, almost without exception, any time that an American-born player is playing in another country, He's playing there because he's not giving us to play in the NBA, almost without exception. Um, and so the idea that he would say that was just baffling to me. If you take any NBA champion that's not led by an international player and put them up against the best team from any country on the planet, the NBA champion is going to win nine and a half out of ten times. It's just I, I don't I don't understand what else you want, want to happen for this not to be true. Yeah, like. I think people have to understand, too, uh, from a marketing perspective, first and foremost, the NBA is not a North American league. The NBA is very much a world league. Uh, Yao Ming made the NBA Hall of Fame not because he was good at basketball. He wasn't bad, but he didn't play there very long. But for the fact that he brought the game to China in a way that nobody else did and and brought plenty of money uh, to the NBA by doing so. Uh, so this is the NBA is a world league. The best players in the world play in the NBA. Uh, the best players in Canada, from Canada, from 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 uh, Spain, they all come to the NBA. Greece, everybody that comes from another country is undoubtedly the best their country has to offer. The best. So so let's just do this right here, guys. Let's do this right here. Let's say who uh, Denver won a championship last year, right? So let's put the Denver Nuggets up against. A team from another country. Now, if those players, if the best players from that country play in the NBA, they can't play for that country because they play in the NBA. And it's going to be it's going to be the equivalent of having um, the NBA go against a college team. It's going to be the equivalent of having the Denver Nuggets play against USC. That's what you have, and that's not going to amount to much. So I don't even, I don't know what a question came from. I don't know what the question was, but I don't think the answer was well thought out. And I say that because the NBA is a world league. It's not a North American league. It's not the North American Basketball Association. They could damn near rename it to the World Basketball Association if there hasn't been a name before. Because that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Um, The NBA makes a bunch of money in a lot of different countries outside of the U.S., it's okay. a world league. Okay, right. What do we, what do we like to admit it or not? It, it, it is a world league. If you if you go to a if you go to an NBA game and you look in the Raptors, you see a lot of flags. You go to an All Star game and you see a whole lot of flags. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember a time where I was covering, I was covering a, it was a Japanese event at um, a Chinese event. I think I don't I want to make sure I don't confuse the two. But there was a young player. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was a young player that played and was on the Grizzlies. He was on like the uh, he had signed to their uh, G League, 
when he, they drafted him, you know. And when I tell you, the slew of Asian reporters that were there to interview that dude, like, there was a there was a uh, whole, of, of at least 20, that, that flew from China, I want to say China, flew from China to Memphis, just to interview this guy, who I don't think ever played a second of NBA basketball. He was just signed to the G League. Wow. So, no, nah, man, this is the World League, man. It's not a North American League. It's, okay. this, ain't the, this ain't the alumni backhand tournament, guy. This is, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this hey. is all over. All right, so uh, look, we, so we don't want to, we, we're going to keep it pushing with the time. We're on yeah, five, baby, sure. nine. But look, T, Nick, since y'all put it that way, you're right. I have no, 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 no debating. I thought that I was going to debate you all about this because, well, I thought that it was world champion on the hat when they win a championship. But you know what? If NBA is in front of that and listening to you all, I guess it is, you know, it's not just an American league. Uh, I get you. I got you. And um, everybody seems to be agreeing with the players then. So that's what's up. We're on Pod Bean Live, ladies and gentlemen. And I've got room for about, looks like at least uh, seven call-ins. Seven callers. If anybody wants to call in on anything we're debating right now on The Great Debate Show, please do chime in. Uh, we actually had a few that, 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 that came in on last week's episode. Or last, uh, the weekend bonus episode that we had, 49ers trading Trey Lance to the Dallas Cowboys if you missed that. Go back and check that out. Available wherever you get your podcast. And now, we're gonna finish this show off with the NFL and the predictions. We're gonna do a two for here, a two for one. Let's knock out the NFC South and the AFC South. Guys, we're gonna start off with the NFC South. Um, Let's see here. Who's going to win the NFC South and why two minutes Nick and then two minutes Terrence? He just the question who's gonna win the NFC South? Who's gonna win the NFC South and why? <laughs> you know who I'm about to pick. I know. Oh, the New Orleans Saints. Oh, Derek Carr is leading the New Orleans Saints to a top four seed in the NFC this year. Between him, Michael Thomas. Uh, 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 Chris Olave and uh, Alvin Kamara when he gets back from suspension and that defense there's not a team in the NFC South that compete with them they're going to they're going to win the division um, the Bucks are going to start Baker Mayfield good luck with that the Panthers are starting Bryce Young who is supposed to you know he's supposed to be this great uh, generational quarterback or whatever I guess we'll see I don't have that much faith in him I certainly don't have that much faith in him you know rookie year but we'll see how that goes I don't expect him to be better than the Saints um, and then that leaves you with, uh, I've done, I've done, it'll the Falcons. They start Desert Ritter. That's not going to work. Uh, not going to work well enough to be better than the Saints. So I'm going with the Saints. They're going to the playoffs and we'll see what happens after that. Terrence, you can have the, the, my extra minute. Hey, man, I was about to say, you got an extra minute. Do you want to, do you want to talk about Derek Carr anymore? <laughs> I know, right? Derek Carr is the top 10 quarterback in football. You can have a way for Hey, you know what? When I uh, when you mentioned it, I was like, oh, no, here we go. He's going to use the whole two minutes to talk about Derek Carr. I'm impressed. You only use 45 seconds. Me too. Uh, <laughs> Nick, I want, I want to agree with you, right? Like this. I think in this division, the Saints should be the easy pick. But 
how many times have we seen where the easy pick just uh, it doesn't work out as well, right? Uh, now, I'm with you. I, I, I don't have any faith in Baker Mayfield, even though he had a great preseason. Let's make sure we mention that. He had a hell of a preseason. Baker Mayfield hadn't looked that good in a long time. Yeah. Uh, but, I, but I ain't buying this shit. You can't put that shit on the shelf and think I'm going to go pay for it. I'm just not paying for it. Sorry. I don't believe it. Uh, that's, a, that's a bag of Doritos that's one-third of the way full. I'm not paying for that. Hey, Terrence. Uh, Terrence, I hate to cut you off, but remember that show, Around the Horn? Absolutely. If this was Around the Horn, you'd be getting a whole lot of those bells and whistles or whatever they give for <laughs> Hey, I'll take them. Yeah. That, that was actually my favorite show. You said some shit right there. Yeah, yeah, keep going. So, and I, I, I want to look at the Falcons. To me, this is pretty simple. I think the Atlanta Falcons will be competing with maybe one or two other teams. The Atlanta Falcons might already be on the clock for next year. Uh, I don't have any faith in those guys at all. As my as our boy Sam, do you know Sam Cotton? I do, I not. do not. I do not. Okay, we went we went over this together. He'll tell you right now that the Atlanta Falcons are already in in mid season form. Let me finish up real quick. This is what my slight little prediction will come in. Uh, I I'm going to put my all of my money on the Panthers winning the division. Wow. I've got a little bit of faith in Bryce Young, not a lot of faith in Derek Carr. To me, he just doesn't make the easy play all the time for whatever reason. I don't understand. He'll make some spectacular-ass plays, but then he'll come back and miss some easy ones. like, how, Derek, how? Uh, so I am going to roll with the Panthers to win the division 10 wins, maybe. And, that and, division is going to be terrible. And and you and that that's your reason for that, or do you need another minute to explain why you're picking Carolina? Process of elimination. I, I I think they'll be solid on defense, and I think Bryce Young will have them good enough on offense. Bryce Young reminds me a lot of a young Russell Wilson who uh, was drafted into a decent situation and, and you know won fairly early. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't pretty when they when they first started winning. You know, of course, we remember the game in Green Bay with the replacement reps. Uh, oh, but I yeah. think Bryce Young could have that kind of an impact on that franchise. Right, right. Gotcha, gotcha. I forgot all about the replacement ref game. Yeah. <laughs> forgot all about but that. I stand, I, I, I'm in the minority here. That was a catch. I remember texting a Green Bay Packer fan of mine. Um, they were so bad. And I, and I texted him immediately after the game. I said, I'm not going to lie. Y'all got robbed. You got they were so mad. I don't know if there's ever been a fan base so mad at the at, at, as the, the Packers fans were mad about that particular game. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. Okay, uh, so Nick's got the Saints. What a surprise! Terrence has the Panthers. That is a surprise. But I like where you're going with it. I'm gonna do the same thing I did last year, reluctantly. But I hope they don't make me, you know, wrong again. I hope they don't make me regret making this pick. I'm going to say the Saints again. I thought that they, I'm going to go on a limb to say they're going to be this year what I predicted them to be last year. Derek Carr is there. He looks on paper like he's probably the best quarterback in the division. Bryce Young, though, hey, we may be saying something different by week eight, week nine. We'll see. I hope good things for him. I really do. Uh, and I like how they just played him. He just played. Malik Willis in Tennessee. We'll get to them in a minute. They just played him. 
That's what you do when you're trying to find out if the guy's the answer or not. I don't care about the situation. I know the Panthers on a Super Bowl contending team. I know the Titans on a Super Bowl contending team. We don't think. But you have to play these people. You hear what I'm saying, Kyle Shanahan? You have to play these quarterbacks if you draft them and you want to see what they're about. If you feel like you're not in a situation where you have the time to do that, then why in the fuck do you draft him? You hear me, Kyle Shanahan? But anyway... That's neither here nor there. <laughs> I'm taking the Saints to win the NFC South because I want to believe that this is the year Michael Thomas proves me correct and comes back to life. All right? And maybe he can give Derek Carr, or maybe Derek Carr can give him a little bit of mouth-to-mouth resuscitation and he can get back to playing the ball that he used to play. And again, Alvin Kamara is there. At one point, we thought they had already signed... Uh, uh, shoot, what's his name? The running back that's still a free agent right now. Um, man, who is it? It was a running back that they said had signed with the Saints, and I was like, whoa, uh, that's not gonna be good. Man, I, I don't, I don't remember what you talking about. Cle- Cleveland Brown. Cleveland Brown. Was it? He was a Cleveland Brown. Help me out, please. I can't think of his name for nothing, and he's a bad boy. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Thank you. Yes. Oh, Kareem right, Hunt. right, right, right. He's still a free agent, but at one point, I don't know if anybody remembers or not, he had signed with the Saints, it said. Then the next day, a reporter said he left New Orleans without a contract. I was like, yes. Man, Kareem Hunt and Alvin Kamara in the backfield, they better win the NFC South by five, six games. That's what I would think. But that didn't happen. But I digress. I'm I'm agreeing with Nick again for the second year in a row. We are both taking the Saints. All right. Moving on to the AOC South, and I want to give a shout-out and thanks to, hey, he's got my initials, oh, JJ304 is in the building here in the podcast room. Thank you for joining the room, man. And uh, we've also got about 33 more listeners that's just checking in, man, and we appreciate it on Pod Being Live. It's the Great Debate Show, available wherever you get your podcast. For the people that are not on Pod Being, just type in the Great Debate Show, hit the follow button, and you won't miss Great debates like we're having right now, including the triple threat LeBron versus Kobe versus Jordan. We're going to have that debate for one last time, but it'll be the first time we put a third one in there, and that's LeBron. All righty. AFC South, guys. Let's start with Terrence. Terrence, tell me who wins the AFC South and why. Let's try the two minutes again. All right, we'll try these two minutes again. Now, this division, man, they could be... This is going to be kind of interesting because uh, Jarvis, I I just like what D'Amico Ryans is doing over there. Uh, I like what he, what he did in, in the draft. Instead of saying, hey, let's wait to get our defensive quarterback next year, hell, let's just be aggressive and get him now. I don't I don't have a long window to uh, uh, to wait. You know, black coaches don't don't last long in this league, so let's, let's go get the guy now. So they got their quarterback of the future or the present and the future. They got their Defensive player of the future uh, or present in the same draft picks right behind each other. Uh, so hold that thought. Um, I am not a fan of Tennessee, but listen, Tennessee, if, if they haven't been much else, for the most part, they've been consistent. Um, so somebody is going to have to make them inconsistent, right? Like teams have to get better around them. The Colts. Uh, have their quarterback of the future lesson and every and their report that you read about Anthony Richardson uh, are doggone good reports, right? Like everybody say he's killing. He says he's killing. He, he had been killing it in camp. 
the problem with that, guys, I still think Jacksonville is the class of the division. Uh, I think Jacksonville will be better, even better than they were last year. I think the only reason why they weren't as good year one uh, was because Urban Meyer simply didn't give a damn. Uh, so I, I'm going to go on a roll with Jacksonville to win the division, but I am going to say don't be surprised if all of those teams make it close in the end because I, I like what they all can do. And, and listen, if, if Tennessee gets a healthy Derrick, C, uh, Derrick Henry for a full season, who the hell knows? Yeah. Nick. I know. It's Jacksonville. Jacksonville's going to win the division. Um, they're, they're, the best, <laughs> they're the best team in the division, bar none, in my opinion. Uh, you know, as, I don't think I don't think it's a situation where Urban Meyer didn't give a damn. I think it was a situation where Urban Meyer was incompetent when it comes to dealing with professional players. Um, he didn't have the, the people skills, the wherewithal to realize that you, that these are grown men you're dealing with and not kids yeah. who you have under, under your thumb. And so, therefore, there's a different respect and a different way you have to deal with them in order for them to give you the respect for you to be able to do your job well. He didn't do that, and he lasted, what, 14 games longer than he probably should have. Way longer. I don't know if he finished the season or not, but whatever. Um, the Texans got C.J. Stroud. See, I've, I've been the one saying that I think C.J. Stroud is the most pro-ready quarterback um, coming out of this draft, but that doesn't mean that I think he's, he's a franchise changer overnight. Uh, so the Texans I don't see as a threat. Um, the Titans, obviously, if Derrick Henry is healthy, certainly they can be a, and, and as well as Ryan Tannehill, they can be a bigger threat, uh, probably the biggest threat to the Jaguars um, in the division. But I, I, I feel like the, with, the, with the mistakes that they've made in terms of, um, you know, making away A.J. Brown, bringing in DeAndre Hopkins, that, that was a mistake necessarily. Uh, I think he does still have something left in the tank. But I just don't think it's going to be enough for Tennessee to be able to really threaten Jacksonville. Jacksonville, I think, is going to be among the best teams, uh, not only in the in their division, but in the conference and in the league as well. Um, and then finally, the Colts, uh, as much as I've heard about Anthony Richardson and the great talent he is, they're screwing this whole thing up with Jonathan Taylor. The best friend of a of a young rookie quarterback is a strong running game, and you're taking our, you know one of the best running backs in the league off the field because you don't want to pay him what he's worth. Um, so the Colts I see is, is basically a dumpster fire because of that. Um, and I'll point the finger directly at Jim Irsay for that. So all that being said, um, Jaguars are back. Calvin Ridley is uh, back, from his, back from his suspension and ready to roll. Um, they've got another year under their belt with Doug Peterson in the offseason. Um, they're going to they're gonna be a lot to deal with. Okay. All right. Well, guys, <clears throat> before I give my prediction, I just want to briefly say, and good, good job on the time, guys. One player, and because it is one player, then I should say one team that um, people should be uh, watching out for. And I, and let me say this again, Jonathan Taylor. I think he's been put on the pup list. Yes, he has. Roster cuts were today, and Jonathan Taylor's been put on the pup list. He will not be traded. They gave him a deadline. Today was that deadline, and that didn't happen. I guess he'll be back then when he comes out the pup. Don't know what's going to go on in Indy with that. That's the last thing a young rookie quarterback named Anthony Richardson needs. However, y'all, I think he's going to be a dangerous motherfucker. I'm not going to lie to you. I think he's going to be good. I don't care about the completion percentage. They said it was the lowest in preseason. It's preseason. That's what you play for to get all of that out of your system. Knock off the dust. 
you know, get get the cobwebs off, and you just, you know, yeah. you you get better when September arrives. Watch out for the Indianapolis Colts and Anthony Richardson. I say it because of him. I think he's going to really make that team better. He's going to ex. He's going to lift that team higher than it probably should. C.J. Stroud. Maybe he he does the same thing. Y'all know I like me some D'Amico Ryan. He's over there, former Niner DC. I'm hearing that the Niners defense is going to take a step back now that he's left. I'll speak on that when we get to the NFC West on another episode. But, guys, I agree. Jaguars, they win the division. With Calvin Ridley coming back and, and, and as motivated as he's going to be, Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, I just think that continues to progress. And I think they win. But I will say this, I will say this, just because they're going to win the division don't doesn't mean they're going to be the only team to make the postseason out of the division. I know we're so stuck on there's going to be three teams possibly coming out of the AFC East. Yeah, well, it probably won't be, though. It'll probably just be Buffalo and Miami, probably. And again, Aaron Rodgers, I'm rooting for you. I like the fact that you took, you know, you gave some money back to the team. You were able to get Dalvin Cook in, but I saw that offensive line over the over the weekend. And even with you being the bad man you are, it didn't look that good. Now you threw a dot in the end zone, but I'm just saying we're not talking AFCs. I'm just saying if it's not three teams coming out of the East, two teams can still come out of the South. And the Tennessee Titans, DeAndre Hopkins is ready to prove to the world that he's not as slow as you think he is now. He hasn't really lost that whole step. And he's going to say tighten up. Him and Derrick Henry, Tannehill if he stays healthy. Malik Willis played a lot of meaningful preseason games. Meaningful for him. And he started to progress. All right? So I think that if he had to come in, he actually may be ready this time. I think the Titans could make the postseason. If they get in, I think they could be playing longer than the Jaguars if they get in. But I'm going with the Jags to win the AFC South. But watch out for the Tennessee Titans to make a wild card and make some noise if they get there. If they're good enough to get there, you better watch out. That's just my take because the Titans have always stunned people when they're not expected to do so. But when they're like number one in the AFC, you know, first round by. They're one and done. But this year, they're under the radar. And that's when they're at their best under Mike Vrabel. Just wanted to add that. But I got the Jags. And watch out for Calvin Ridley. If you ain't got him on your fantasy, I don't know what the hell you're thinking. All right. Uh, so, hey, we're done. AFC South, NFC South predictions. It's a wrap. We talked about Lyle. Uh, Noel Lyle in his comments, which seems to be pretty Pretty preposterous from listening to Terrence and Nick and what they said about what they thought about his comments. And we know how the NBA world felt about it. Um, so, yeah. And then we talked about Giannis. He may not remain a Milwaukee Buck if they don't bring in some talent to help his ass out. Or enough. Um, and I do agree with Terrence. Chris Middleton, I don't think he'll ever be the same again. So he needs a better Scottie Pippen because it ain't looking like he's his Scottie Pippen anymore. So we we also discussed that. That's all I've got, guys. What else do you have before we get out of here? That's it for me, boys. I heard that uh, Noah Lyles is crazy. I, I've just been here thinking to myself, if we were ever to actually, if we if we actually did this right, and the, and the USA assembled the best team they could, you will march out Steph Curry, 
Jason Tatum, LeBron, Katie, Anthony Davis. You got Damian Lillard coming off the bench with what Devin Booker and um, I don't I don't know who would come. What were you looking for? Another forward. So who's the next? Paul George. American? Paul Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and. DeMarcus Cousins can come back and we'd be fine. Like, whatever, bro. It's fine. You can do this all day. It's okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just not even going to, uh, I don't want to say acknowledge, but uh, anybody that thinks that any any team can beat whoever the NBA champions are, it's just asinine. We're not even going to even entertain it. It's not. It's not even worth a real. I, I was, it's not worth a, a lengthy discussion because it's just not going to happen. It's not possible. But you know, hey, after the season, if Mister Lyles wants to go and find a team, um, find a country that has a team that he thinks can beat uh, the NBA champion at that time, feel free. Let's, let's make it happen. But I'm gonna tell you. It's, it's going to be first-round knockout uh, material. <laughs> first-round knockout material. I got you. Okay. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, I heard Errol Spence Jr.'s manager, trainer, tell the world, or whoever in that interview the, to the public, that Earl Spence is going to entertain his rematch in December, and he's going to win. Now, he didn't say it. In an arrogant way, he just said it speaking of confidence. I mean, he's not going to say my fighter is going to lose. But again, some people think Spence will be making a mistake to get back in their ring with Bud Crawford. And after seeing what we saw, I can't doubt them for thinking that. But we will see. Uh, there was talks that Bud Crawford would go fight uh, one of the, uh, what's his name? Um, ah, Charlo, one of the Charlo yeah. brothers. And, yeah. um, and and get that out the way while he waits on Spence to get his head right. Because um, did you hear? Didn't anybody hear? Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Sugar Shane Mosley say that he thinks that Errol Spence should get his brain checked. He didn't say it because he thought he got beat so bad. He explained and he broke it down from a fighter standpoint on how when you lose so much weight for that fight, you, you drop down to the 147 and from 154 and what the blood does from the brain to to the body and how he just loses a lot of that it made sense when he broke it down but i don't want to you know quote him wrong but it did make sense and that's the reason why he thinks he should get his brain checked before he goes back up to 154 get back in the ring with bud crawford uh we'll see we will be giving you live coverage on that as we find out if we get closer to that rematch and um hmm I don't really know how many people want to see it, to be honest with you, throughout the scene, the first one, but we'll see. Um, that's all I've got. This is the fastest episode we've probably ever done. And uh, we did it live on Podbean. And I'm glad that, you know, the good people like Brushels of Wood and JJ304 and the other 44 listeners that are in right now checking us out on Podbean. We appreciate you so much. I also want to, you know, thank Australia, Turkey, the UK, California, New York, Massachusetts, Texas, Georgia, Arizona. We appreciate you all jumping into the Great Debate Show and sticking with us. I hadn't checked the stats in a while, but when I do, I like to always uh, show you all how grateful how grateful we are to have you listening because 
honestly, you could have been anywhere in the world right now, but you're listening to us, and we appreciate that. That's all I've got. That's it for the show. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, T. Great job, as usual. And uh, we will be back. And again, guys, let your guy know. I can't think of our Twitter friend right now, but let him know. Because I've got people texting me right now. Ho, ho, ho. You forgot about LeBron versus Kobe versus Jordan. Not enough time to do it today. But as soon as we get our guy in here, y'all make that happen so we can go ahead and get this done. Because people are waiting on it. They're telling me that right now. Um, so that's all. That's all I've got, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you listening to the Great Debate Show. And uh, when we come back next week, it's time to, you know, get this get this thing rolling. We've already done the NFC and AFC East and South. Now it's time to go up north, don't you think? AFC? Uh, yeah, I think so. And, and, and you know, that's, that's going to be the last episode before the season starts, too. So we'll definitely have to uh, throw in some Super Bowl predictions. Yeah. Yeah, AFC, NFC North, and we still got AFC, NFC West. We will get those done in the next two episodes before they kick it off. Um, and that's 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 pretty much it. That's it. That's all I've got. Um, somebody told me today that, that I was wrong for saying the Denver Nuggets are gonna you know easily win the championship uh, this coming season, and I and I told them no, you're wrong because I didn't say they were gonna easily win it. I just said they're gonna win it. And the longer Dame stays in Portland, the more and more confident I am that ain't nobody beating Denver this year either. Just wanted to throw that out there. He know who he is. All right. We're out of here, y'all. Thank you for listening again. And peace. And whatever y'all do, man, please be safe out there. Oh, yeah. Y'all be safe, guys. Get out.